Welcome to Zikhu Dasim Mani Mamma Ram Gold and today Masakas Baba Kama Dafnun Zain, the sixth parak Hakones. The sixth parak has been dedicated by the Klein families as Chus for Fuashlim or for Gitl Zisl Bas Rachel. So the three dubs are going to focus on Naman Rabba challenge of Yosef, who holds that someone guarding a lost item is a Shamasakhar, from a price which derives that one may return a lost item not only to the owner's house, but even Ugina So or Huvaso to his garden or deserted building. Now, if the garden and deserted house are secure and can protect the item even from abnormal mishaps, such as an unusually strong wind, it's not a greater chiddush than returning it to his house. Rather, it must be a garden she'enemishtamers, which is not secure, yet he may return the item there. This proves his responsibility is only equal to shamarchinam. The great answer is that the garden is secure, and the chiddush is that he may return it there without the owner's awareness. This reflects from Belazar's ruling, every item being returned, such as a stolen item or pikadon, requires the owner's awareness that it was returned, otherwise he's still responsible for it, except when returning a lost item, which may be returned without the owner's knowledge, because the Torah included many types of returning. Point number two, Abai attempted to prove to Rabbi Yosef that a Shomer Aveda is a Shomer Chinam. Based on Rabbi Yochanan's statement, a Tolentina's Ganav Ba'aveda, one who makes a claim and swears about a gun of having stolen a lost item he had found, when in truth he was holding it for himself, Mishalm Tashimi Kefal, he pays double payment as if he had stolen it. Now, if someone caring for a lost item is a Shomer Sachar, as Rav Yosef said, he would be high to pay the principal when claiming it was stolen and would not pay Kefal for the false claim. Rav Yosef answered that the case is Kagon Shaton Tanitz least Mizuyan, where he makes a claim it was stolen by an armed robber, which is an onus, for which even a Shomer Sachar is pater. Therefore, he pays double for falsely claiming so. Although one only pays kefal for a claim of theft by a ganav, one who steals secretively, and not a gazlan, one who robs openly through force, Rav Yosef holds that an armed robber, kevin de mitama mi'inshe, since he hides from people, ganavu. He's classified as a ganav. And point number three, Bryce's quote in support of Rav Yosef's assertion that an armed robber is considered a ganav. If someone rented a cow and it was stolen, and instead of swearing to exempt himself, he said, Harni Mishalm any Nishba, I shall pay and not swear. And the thief was later found, Mishalm Tashmi Kefalasokher. He pays the double payment to the renter, because by paying for it voluntarily, he acquires a stolen cow. Now the Gemara assumes that this tunnel holds that a Socher, a renter, has the same responsibilities as a Shomer Socher and would be liable for theft. If so, the Bryce which says he could have sworn to exempt himself must refer to a theft by Elise Muzuyan, which is an onus. Yet, it still teaches that the robber pays double, which proves that a listing mazuin is considered a ganav. The Gemara answers that this tana holds that a soker has the responsibilities of a shomer chinam, and the brysa may refer to an ordinary ganav for which he could be exempt by swearing. So once again, the three points are number one, Rabbi challenged Rabbi Yosef, who holds that someone guarding a lost item is a Shomer Sachar, from a brysa which derives that one may return a lost item not only to the owner's house, but even to his garden or deserted building. Now, if the garden and deserted house are secure and can protect the item even from abnormal mishaps, such as an unusually strong wind, it's not a greater chiddush than returning it to his house. Rather, it must be a garden she'enemishtameres, which is not secure, yet he may return the item there. This proves his responsibility is only equal to shamarchinam. The great answer is that the garden is secure, and the chiddush is that he may return it there without the owner's awareness. This reflects from Belazar's ruling, Hakol Das Balim, every item being returned, such as a stolen item or pikadon, 
requires the owner's awareness that it was returned. Otherwise, he's still responsible for it. Chutzma Shavas except when returning a lost item, which may be returned without the owner's knowledge. Shaharib Torah Hashavas Harbi, because the Torah included many types of returning. Point number two, Abai attempted to prove to Rabbi Yosef that a Shomer Aveda is a Shomer Chinam. Based on Rabbi Yochanan's statement, a Tolentan is Ganav Ba'aveda, one who makes a claim and swears about a Ganav having stolen a lost item he had found, when in truth he was holding it for himself, Mishalm Tashimikavel, he pays double payment as if he had stolen it. Now, if someone caring for a lost item is a Shomer Sachar, as Rav Yosef said, he would be hired to pay the principal when claiming it was stolen and would not pay Kefal for the false claim. Rav Yosef answered that the case is Kagun Shaton Tanitz Rist Mizuyan, where he makes a claim it was stolen by an armed robber, which is an onus, for which even a Shomer Sachar is putter. Therefore, he pays double for falsely claiming so. Although one only pays Kefal for a claim of theft by a Ganav, one who steals secretively, and not a Gazlan, one who robs openly through force, Rav Yosef holds that an armed robber came into Mitama Me'inshe since he hides from people Ganavu. He's classified as a Ganav. And point number three, Abraisa's quote in support of Rav Yosef's assertion that an armed robber is considered a Ganav. If someone rented a cow and it was stolen, and instead of swearing to exempt himself, he said, Harni Mishal any Nishba, I shall pay and not swear. And the thief was later found, Mishal Tashmi Kefalasokher. He pays the double payment to the renter, because by paying for it voluntarily, he acquires a stolen cow. Now the Gemara assumes that this tunnel holds that a Socher, a renter, has the same responsibilities as a Shomer Socher, and would be liable for theft. If so, the Bryce which says he could have sworn to exempt himself must refer to a theft by Elise Muzuyan, which is an onus, Yet, it still teaches that the robber pays double, which proves that a listing mezuin is considered a ganav. The Gemara answers that this time holds that a soker has the responsibilities of a shomer chinam, and the brysa may refer to an ordinary ganav for which he could be exempt by swearing. All right, so now we go to Simon Daphne and Zayn, and our simon is a nose, and we often use a puppet with a long nose in the simon. So here goes. The Shomer Aveda who returned a lost puppet with a long nose to the owner's secure garden without the owner's knowledge, recalling that the last time he was a Shomer Aveda and swore that the lost item was stolen by an armed robber, ended up making Mechaev to pay Kefal. Over at someone who rented a cow say he would pay for the stolen cow and not swear, knowing if the thief gets caught, he'll receive Kefal. Once again, slow motion. The Shomer Aveda who returned a lost puppet with a long nose, lost puppet with a long nose, that must be more enough. Nanzayin. The Shomer Aveda who returned a lost puppet with a long nose to the owner's secure garden without the owner's knowledge, which reminds us Rabbalazar rules a cold Srikhan Das Balim, every item being returned, such as a stolen item or a picadon, requires the owner's awareness that it was returned, otherwise he's still responsible for it. Chutz, Mahashavas Aveda, except for returning a lost item, which may be returned without the owner's knowledge, Shoirib Sabotorah Hashavas Harbe, because the Torah included many types of returning. So the Shomer Aveda who returned a lost pup with a long nose to the owner's secure garden without the owner's knowledge, recalling that the last time he was a Shomer Aveda and swore that the lost item was stolen by an armed robber, ended up making Mechaev to pay Kefal. Which reminds us, Rav Yosef said, a ton tanis listi mezuyin, where one makes a claim that a lost item that he found was stolen by an armed robber, which is an onus, for which even a Shomer Sachar is pater, he pays double for falsely claiming so. Although one only pays Kefal for a claim of theft by a Ganav, one who steals secretly, and not a Gaza one who robs openly through force, Rav Yosef holds that an armed robber since he hides from people, he's classified as a ganav. So the Shomer Aveda who returned a lost pup with a long nose to the owner's secure garden without the owner's knowledge, recalling that the last time he was a Shomer Aveda and swore that the lost item was stolen by an armed robber, ended up making him to pay kefal. Over at someone who rented a cow say he would pay for the stolen cow and not swear, knowing if the thief gets caught, 
he'll receive keifa, which reminds us, if someone rented a cow and it was stolen, and instead of swearing to exempt himself, he said, I shall pay, and not swear. And the thief was later found, He pays keifa to the renter because by paying for it voluntarily, he acquires the stolen cow. So once again, the Shomer Aved, who returned a lost pup with a long nose to the owner's secure garden, without the owner's knowledge, recalling that the last time he was a Shomer Aved and swore that the lost item was stolen by an armed robber, ended up making him chayef to pay kefal, overheard someone who rented a cow say he would pay for the stolen cow and not swear, knowing if the thief gets caught, he'll receive kefal. All right, so now it's time for four Bar Chazar. Daf Nun Gimel. So the simmer Daf Nun Gimel is a Nigerian prince. So here goes. The Nigerian prince, Nigerian prince, that must mean we're on Daf. Nun Gimel. The Nigerian prince on tour of Jewish pits was shocked to see a cow fall backwards into a pit from the sound of digging, which reminds us we have a Makos of Rabban Shmuel whether one is chayv if an ox falls backwards into a pit due to the sound of digging. Rav says he's not since it died from the impact, not from the hevel, the foul air. Shmuel says he is chayv because one is chayv mishum hevel of a chavato for the foul air and all the more so for the impact. So the Nigerian prince on tour of Jewish pits was shocked to see a cow was shocked to see a cow fall backwards into a pit from the sound of digging, just as an ox was pushing another ox into the same pit, making the ox and pit owners each pay half, which reminds us, a Bryson teaches that if an ox pushed another into a pit, the Rabban say the ox's owner is high, but the pit's owner is putter, since it was pushed into the pit. Rabban says the ox's owner pays half, and the pit's owner pays the other half, because he holds, Wherever it's impossible to collect pain from one damaging party, he can collect from the other. He considers the pit's owner chayv, although the animal is pushed in, and must pay for any amount not covered by the ox's owner. So the Nigerian prince on tour of Jewish pits was shocked to see a cow, was shocked to see a cow fall backwards into a pit from the sound of digging, just as an ox was pushing another ox into the same pit, making the ox and pit owners each pay a half, while man and ox together pushed the person into another pit, which reminds us, Rav has said, if an ox and a person push someone or something into a pit, when you regarding damages to a person or animal, they are all high because he follows Rabbi Nassim that a pit's owner is responsible even where a victim is pushed into his bore. Only the person is liable for Daladvarim, the four payments, added for a person harming another person, as well as the Mevlados. Only the ox's owner is liable for Kofra and the Therishkalim, paid for killing a slave. Dafnun Dalad. So the similar Dafnun Dalad is noodles, and we often use a pasta chef. So here goes. The pasta chef who was upset he wouldn't be compensated for ceramic noodle balls. Noodle balls? Pasta chef? That must be run Daf Nun Dalad. The pasta chef who was upset he wouldn't be compensated for his ceramic noodle balls that broke when his donkey fell into a pit while carrying them, which reminds us the Mishnah Daf Nun Base Amun Alf taught that if Kaling fell into a boar and broke, the boar's owner is punter. This disagrees with Rabbi Yehuda, who holds one is high for killing damage in a boar. The Rabban Darshan Benafel Shama Shor or Chamor, and an ox or donkey shall fall into a teaching short below Adam. He's high for an ox, but not a person. Chamor below Kalim, and for a donkey, not for Kalim. Rabbi Yehuda Darshan is the expert O to include liability for Kalim. So the pasta chef, who was upset he wouldn't be compensated for his ceramic noodle bowls that broke when his donkey fell into a pit while carrying them also saw his short piquet about to fall in, who should have been careful examining the path, which reminds us, it was taught in a brysa, if a short piquet, an intelligent ox, fell into the pit, the owner of the boar is putter. 
Rav explains the reason the boyle ayune amazel because the ox should have examined its path as it walked and its falling into the boar is not considered the negligence of the pit's owner. So the pasta chef who was upset he wouldn't be compensated for ceramic noodle bowls that broke when his donkey fell into a pit while carrying them also saw his short bikech about to fall in who should have been careful examining the path instead of being engrossed in a safer about the eight halachos that apply tall animals and fowl, which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, Echad Echad The same didn't apply whether it's an ox or any animal regarding eight halachos, and it also applies to birds and wild animals. The Torah wrote specific animals in these places, Shadibra Kasabahova, because the Torah spoke about common cases. Dafnun Hay. So the symbol of Dafnun Hay is a speed limit sign of 55. So here goes. The speed limit sign with the word Tov in it, surrounded by the outline of the Luchoshnios, was posted along the road where a man was leading a wagon with a goat and a Shibuta fish pulling it. Right next to an enclosure where a sheep that was locked in with a Shmir Pachusa managed to escape. Once again, it's a motion. The speed limit sign, speed limit sign, that must be on Dafnun Hay, 55. The speed limit sign with the word Tovinet, surrounded by the outline of the Luchoshniyos, which reminds us Rabbi Tanchum Bar Chanilai quoted Shmuel Bar Nachman, who explained the reason why the word Tov is not mentioned in the first Aser Sedibros, because they were destined to be shattered, which Ravashi explained would indicate Chas Vashon Paska Tovim Yisrael, heaven forbid goodness has ceased from Yisrael. Rabbi Yeshua said, If one sees the letter Tess in his dream, it's a good sign for him. The more ultimately explains, because the Torah began using the letter test for goodness, because its first appearance is when describing light as tov, good. So the speed limit sign with the word tov in it, surrounded by the outline of the luchoshnios, was posted along the road where a man was leading a wagon with a goat and shibuta fish pulling it, which reminds us, Rochafa asks, one who leads a wagon by means of a goat and a shibuta fish pulling it, what is the halacha? Do we say that since the goat cannot go into the sea and the fish cannot go into dry land, he has not done anything prohibited because they are inherently separate and he's not over on climb, or, since they drew the wagon, he violated the climb prohibition. So the speed limit sign with the word Tovinet, surrounded by the outline of the Luchoshniyos, was posted along the road where a man was leading a wagon with a goat and shibuta fish pulling it. Right next to an enclosure where a sheep that was locked in with a Shmir Bachusa managed to escape, which reminds us, the sixth parak begins, Hakonis Tzongladir, one who brought a sheep into a shed, and locked the opening before properly, but it escaped and damaged someone's property, he's patr. If it was not properly locked, he's chayev. Abraisa defines a shmir bachusa, a proper locking as, a door which can withstand a normal wind. This level of protection is considered shmir bachusa, lesser guarding. Dafnun Vav. So the Simmer Dafnun Vav is a shusher and shul going nunu. So here goes. The shusher, shusher. That must be more on Dafnun Vav. Nunu. The shusher was so busy shushing the man who accidentally broke someone's weak wall leading an animal to escape and bragged that he was Pater Medine Adam, telling him that he was Tochayev Bidine Shamayim, which reminds us the more brings four cases which are Pater Bidine Adam, the Chai Bidine Shamayim, where their liability Bidine Shamayim is a Chiddush. The first case is where one breaks someone's wall, allowing his animal to escape. One can think he's not even Chayev Bidine Shamayim for the lost animal since the weak wall was meant to be dismantled. So the shusher was so busy shushing the man who accidentally broke someone's weak wall leading an animal to escape and bragged that he was Pater Medine Adam, telling him that he was Tochayev. 
that he didn't notice robbers striking an animal to get it to leave its enclosure, which qualifies as Mashiach, which reminds us the Mishnah Daf Nun Hayamabase taught, if robbers took the animal out of its enclosure, the robbers had chayav for any damage it inflicts. The Gemara that this is obvious because by pulling an animal, they acquired it in theft and are responsible for its damages. One explanation that it's a case of a kisha, where the robber struck the animal causing it to move, disqualifies as Mashicha and makes him liable for the animal's damages. So the shusha was so busy shushing the man who accidentally broke someone's weak wall leading an animal to escape and bragged that he was pater bedine adam, that he was still chayev bedine shamayim, that he didn't know his robber striking an animal to get it to leave its enclosure, which qualifies as Mashicha nor the man who found a lost watch and became a Shomer Aveda, which some say is like a Shomer Sacher, which reminds us, Amarim dispute the status of a Shomer Aveda, one who watches a lost object, which he found. Rabbi says, Kishomer Chinumdam, he's considered like an unpaid custodian, and explains what Hanah comes to him from watching it. Rabbi Yosef says, Kishomer Sacherdam, he's considered like a paid custodian, and explains because of the Hanah he derives, that he doesn't need to give bread to a poor person while he's involved in caring for the lost object because of the rule of Ahosik B'mitzvah, Patamina Mitzvah, and therefore he's considered a Shomer Sacher. Another explanation is given. All right, so now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do we learn about four cases which are Patu Bedine Adam, Lachai Bedine Shemayim, one being breaking down someone's weakened wall, allowing an animal to escape? That's on Duff. Nunvav. Good number two. Which stuff do we learn about eight halachos that apply to all animals and fowl? That's on Duff. Nundal. Good number three. Which stuff do we learn the one who volunteers to pay for a rented cow which was stolen from him is paid kafal if the thief is found? That's on Duff. Nunzai. Good number four. Which stuff do we learn why Tov only appears in the second version of the Aseris Adipros and the meaning of seeing a Tess in a dream? That's on Duff. None hey. Good number five. Which of the one if the first partner of a boar covered the boar, and then the second partner found it uncovered, until when is the first partner exempt? That's on Duff. None base. Good number five. Which of the one what is considered a shmira pochusa, the requisite shmira for Shane and Regal? That's on Duff. Good number six. Which stuff do we learn? Striking an animal causing it to move is a form of Mashicha. That's on Duff. Good number seven. Which stuff do we learn what the din is? If a person and an ox push a person into a boar, that's on Duff. Good number eight. Which stuff do we learn that a tone tinus leasing, one who claims that a lost object was stolen by armed robbers, pays kafal? That's on Duff. Nunzain. Good number nine. Which stuff we've talked about kaling damages in a boar? That's on Duff. Nundal. Good. And number ten. Which stuff we that one is permitted to return a lost object without the owner's knowledge? That's on Duff. Nunzain. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ramgold from Zichu. Wishing you a great day and great learning.